What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, so with the Vikings losing in Monday Night Football, that puts the Rams in a little bit better of a position to potentially make the playoffs. And, okay, the first thing I want to talk about, too, is, you know, while we're on the Vikings— I mean, it's they they posted something about you know you know Kirk Cousins is zero for eight in Monday Night Football, which that is very very crazy. That is a crazy stat to have. Um, not saying that he isn't to blame for that, but I mean this last game, I mean they gave up like thirty seven points. I mean I think that Kirk Cousins, for whatever he is, the definition of a scapegoat, right? I mean he's. He, yes, did he start off the season very poorly? Absolutely. Did he look like they were overpaying him? Absolutely. But I mean, it's gotten to the point where I mean, if they're still blaming Kirk Cousins right now, the way he's playing right now, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, he's not on defense, right? There's only so much he can do. He put up 30 something points. So to me, that that's just a little bit crazy. I mean, it's one of those things where have you ever been a sports fan and like, you're not even a fan of that team, but seeing their fan base or their organization do a certain thing kind of frustrates you. That's kind of like me with the media with like Kirk Cousins because he's not playing that bad. He's actually playing pretty well. He had a really good stretch of games. I mean, they're they're what um, nine and four or something like that. So like they're not they're not a bad team, right? And he's, he's they're playing pretty well. And yet Kirk Cousins is continually the scapegoat for the Vikings, um, which is kind of crazy. Okay, so the big question. Can the Rams sneak into the playoffs? Um, it's it's going to be a doozy. It is absolutely going to be a doozy. Um, they have a really tough part of the schedule, right? I mean, they have to play. They have to play. The, we have to play the Seahawks. We have to play the Niners. We have to play the Cowboys. I mean, the Cardinals are, are whatever at that point. Um, I'm pretty sure at that point we'll know if we're going to be in the playoffs or not. But I mean, we would have the Rams have to win out to make playoffs. The Rams have five losses, and it's crazy because the Rams lost a lot of, you know, that they, they, we lost one game to Seattle already. That it was a game we missed the game-winning field goal. Um, we, you know, we've we've lost some some really bad games. You know, we lost we got blown out by the Buccaneers. Um, you know, all these other games. So I mean, it, it's all this is the point of the season where all those losses start to add up, right? And you know, the Rams they have five losses. The Vikings have four losses. Although I think the Vikings might have the tiebreaker over us, um, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, it's it, it's a little bit closer of a race. The Rams are still technically in the playoff hunt. Um, but I mean, the way the Niners are playing right now, the way, and that's that game is in San Francisco, and this. If the Rams are going to go on a tear, right, last four games, if they're going to do the impossible, the offensive line has to step it up. The offensive line, I mean, the Rams, I'm watching the Rams game. It's the same old thing, right? The Rams try to establish a run with Todd Gurley. Um, they get two yards. Can't do that. Maybe get one more run. Doesn't work. They do like a, a wide receiver screen. They, they lose yards. I mean, it's just, it's very predictable at this point. I mean, part of it, I think, is the play calling. I think that you know McVeigh had a really good thing going, and he knew that he was very successful for a couple years with his uh, play calling and designs and stuff like that. But, and I think he's kind of holding on to to what is now an old school, um, his old school style of football. So it's 
it's going to be, I mean, the, the Rams are going to have to win out. I mean, the thing with the Rams, too, is that it's frustrating because the defense looks fine, right? Everyone's going, everyone's saying, oh, now that we're losing games, that the Jalen Ramsey thing in hindsight was a terrible idea, whatever it was. And to be honest, I mean, other than Lamar Jackson just going to town on us on Monday Night Football, um, other than that, you know, it's the Rams, I mean, like the defense has been fine. It's kept them in games. It's, it's stayed competitive. Um, the Rams definitely need a run-stopping linebacker, but or, or I definitely need some more help on the defensive line, which sounds kind of crazy because you have Dante Fowler and Brockers and, and Donald, but the, you know they need they need some help. And I think with the Rams too, this season is very important because if this if the Rams don't if the Rams aren't very productive this season, you're not going to get these guys like Weddle and Clay Matthews or these veteran players coming to us on a discount anymore. And the Rams are in a tough tough spot right i mean i could even see if the rams things don't pan out for the rams i could see the rams going down as one of the biggest one-year wonders in sports right I mean, it's, it's so they were so we were so young and with so much talent and then all of a sudden boom we're, we're, in, we're in trouble we have no draft picks we have very limited cap space um and you know after a season that we were so dominant in, it's just it's really interesting stuff and i would be if, if i'm the rams i mean this kind of sounds crazy i bring this up to um, my other friends and family who are Rams fans, and they're not the the biggest fans of this, but I mean, it wouldn't be that crazy if the Rams pursued Kareem Hunt, because the Rams, I mean, Todd Gurley is not himself. I don't care what you know McVay says or Gurley himself says. Obviously, they're going to say wonderful things, but I mean, he's he's just not himself. He's not playing very well. He's on a huge contract, eating up cap space. He's not he's not playing well. Um, so I think things need to be done. Um, I mean, I. Um, if this is gonna, if this injury, if his if his playing ability is gonna stay at this level, then I don't see the the reason why we we would continue to have him on the roster. Um, it's just frustrating too because when he's healthy, he's probably one of, if not the best running back in the NFL. And it's fr- it's frustrating too. I mean, I don't like to give excuses. And I think that Todd Gurley left a sour taste in Rams fans' mouths because if he was healthy, maybe that Super Bowl goes a little differently for us last year, right? And then so people people tend to think of that, and he signed with this big contract, and now we're essentially losing money. Um, and but there, you know, there are some options for for running back. We don't have the pocket for it, but if we were to just throwing that out there, there's a lot of there's some promise there in running back, right? You got Melvin Gordon, who <laughs> Melvin, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. I'm just gonna pause for a quick second. Melvin Gordon, I <laughs> to me that's just very his whole thing was crazy. He had this whole holding out with the with the Chargers. Um, it comes back after a few games, right? And it, it's kind of it's kind of funny. He was you know, he's like, I want this big money. I'm a big time player. Okay, doesn't you know? He agrees to come back, and then he does not play that well. I'm sorry. So I, I don't think Melvin Gordon's. You know, the, the Chargers have all these injuries. The Chargers are always injured. I want someone to if someone could <laughs> send me a message on the last time the Chargers had a predominantly healthy roster. That would be incredible because I feel like every time we talk about the Chargers, the Chargers can't go like two minutes without someone getting hurt right it's 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 kind of crazy when you think about it but yeah it's 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 kind of nuts um anyway yeah so melvin gordon he (laughs) comes back and he so he's not going to get the contract that he was looking for um i don't think that the injuries on the Chargers necessarily helped him but i mean i thought that was kind of funny so yeah i mean the rams have some options i mean i don't think the rams are going to get rid of Todd Gurley. i think we're in a little too deep 
with Todd Gurley, I think. I mean, if he's going to be healthy by ne- like actually healthy by next season, it's worth it. But I mean, right now he's just eating up cap space. But the biggest issue right now is the offensive line, right? And you know, I, I, like I said before, if the Rams are going to make the playoffs, they need to improve their offensive line. They're not efficient. They're really not. They have a young offensive line. A bunch of guys got hurt. You know, stuff happens. But they're not getting it done, right? The, the, the Rams offensive line just cannot, they can't get a push up front. And Havenstein, everyone was so upset when Havenstein got hurt. That guy was playing terrible. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, he was not looking good. So the Rams need to boost her up, need to bulk up on their offensive line. And I mentioned this before, and this this is just sort of the, um, it's just the damage of going cheap on the offensive line. The Rams went crazy with skill position players. Right, the big night, big name guys, they went crazy over Jalen Ramsey, uh, Brandon Cooks, all these guys. They sent them out these huge contracts, um, and you know we didn't pay the offensive line. We thought we had these young guys that were ready. They weren't, and going up against Seattle, who has a great defense, going up against especially, I mean the Niners. Whoa, the Niners' defensive line is scary. That is a very very talented defensive line. So I think. And that's in, that's in San Fran. So on t- so you already have a quarterback in Jared Goff, who plays awful on the road. I don't care what you say, awful on the road. He's a completely different quarterback. Um, he does not play well. And then now you go up against one of the best defense. I think it, I think it, they are the best defense um, in the NFL. So this is not going to go over very well. And you know, a lot of people too. Lastly, I'm going to try to wrap this up. Is you know people they they like to blame Jared Goff for a lot of the issues that are you know are on the rams right now but it's like it's like you can't even get to that problem right you can't get to that problem because there's such an obvious issue at the offensive line you can't even get to jared goff right it's it's like it's like one small issue but there's a huge issue that you can't even <laughs> that's preventing you from even seeing the, the smaller issue it's like you have it's like someone spilt wine on your rug but you're you know in your house but your house is on fire you can't even talk about how much an inconvenience, you know, the spilled wine is because your house is on fire. And you have to you have to cool that off before you can get to the other smaller issue. Um, so that, that's to me is like with Jared Goff. I mean, we've seen what Jared Goff can do when he has adequate time to make his reads and throw the football. So I'm not totally giving up on Jared Goff. Um, but, you know, I don't think Jared Goff, he's proven that he's not the kind of quarterback that makes the players around him better. If you were to give him the supporting cast or a skill position players, not the offensive line, but the skill position players that Tom Brady worked with with some of those years, those teams are not making the playoffs, right? That's the issue too, is that with Jared Goff, he need, he can be efficient, but he needs so much help. And and that's kind of the problem. So anyways, I'm I am a little skeptical. Do I think the Rams are going to make the playoffs? I I don't think the Rams are going to make the playoffs. I hate to say it. And I want to be optimistic. I know I'm supposed to be more optimistic as an LA fan and um, kind of rough listening to that sometimes, and I'm trying to be, but I I can't lie. I can't lie. I don't. It's it's very skeptical. Unless the only way the Rams make the playoffs is that they're able to steal one of those games. They have to steal one of those games. I think we could we could steal a game away from Seattle. That's because that's not at Seattle. And um, we, we we played them fairly even last time. I think we can steal a game against Seattle. Win out the rest of them and just hope, pray to God that the Vikings implode. That's that's our best case scenario. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is Teddy Ragsack. This has been Ted Talk Sports.